welcome to the Fabulous Broads podcast. Grab yourself a drink and join the conversation about life after 50. My name is Maria Manettis, and whether I'm solo or chatting with a guest, I'll be bringing you weekly stories of exploring and defining midlife one day at a time. In a few weeks, my son and daughter-in-law are going to celebrate their first wedding anniversary. I was reminded of the fun and the excitement of the past year and of getting ready for the big day, and I wanted to share a fun midlife story with you. My husband and I, along with our two younger sons, had gone to New York City for a week on vacation. We were taking a break in our hotel room when my older son called and told us that he had popped the question and his beautiful girlfriend said yes. I think I was jumping up and down so much that we were all on FaceTime and I made them dizzy, but we were all thrilled and excited for them. They opted to have a small wedding in a beautiful eucalyptus grove and there was a Victorian house on site for the reception. My future daughter-in-law wanted something small and intimate. While she planned and organized, and I offered any help that I could, I had a few things on my mind, too. The first was, I really wanted to lose weight. I had been saying that for years with very little motivation, but being the mother of the groom and having to look at pictures for the rest of my life was just what I needed to kick my rear end in gear. In a perfect world, I would have immediately started a diet the next day, but I am far from perfect and I dragged my feet for a few months before finally deciding to start the keto diet. I set a lofty goal to lose 50 pounds by the wedding. Go big or go home, right? Phew, well, the first week was hard. I'm not going to lie. I love carbs, especially bread, chips, and potatoes. I motivated myself by starting a Pinterest board. Isn't that what we all do? Pinterest boards for everything. And I put pictures of dresses on there so I could have a vision of what I wanted to look like for the big day. I waited to buy a dress until I lost a little bit of weight because I didn't want to have a ton of alterations. Luckily, this time, thoughts of the wedding and discipline helped me lose about 25 pounds. After I hit that magic number, I decided I was going to look for a dress, which was going to be a tough one because it was an outdoor wedding. I really wasn't sure what I wanted, what style, and I also had to coordinate the dress with the mother of the bride and my son's stepmom. Luckily, we all decided we were going to go with pastels, and then the massive ordering began online. All the boxes started arriving, and my poor husband had a nightly runway fashion show. He had to take pictures of me in the dress. He gave me his feedback, and then I sent pictures to all my girlfriends to get their opinions. So on and on it went. It was exciting. I'm not going to lie. I tried on, I can't even tell you how many dresses, maybe 15, 20. Ultimately, though, I enlisted my sister-in-law and we went in-store shopping because I wanted to touch the fabrics and, and just just see what else was available. I was really happy to find one completely by accident at Nordstrom. This is why it's important to bring somebody with you. It was a dress I would never have even chosen because it was more of a bombshell look. It was very form-fitting, but my sister-in-law insisted that I tried it on and it was perfect. I will definitely post a picture in a blog post on the blog so you can see it. But 
Are you ready for my bigger surprise? As the wedding day got closer, I lost another 13 pounds. I really stuck to it. I'm so proud of myself. So I lost a total of 38 pounds before the wedding. I did have to exchange the dress for a smaller size. Uh, thank you, Nordstrom. Luckily, the dress fit in um, really well with the other two mom's dresses as we texted pictures back and forth of what we found. They both had beautiful dresses on, and I think we all ended up looking lovely that day. So after we crossed the dress off the list, whew, found shoes and everything. Next up was hair and makeup. This was another tricky situation because we had to um, go help set up the reception and decorate. So I wasn't going to have time to get my hair and makeup done professionally. Um, I drafted my niece to help me with my hair, which was pretty easy. It was just a little tousled waved hairstyle. And I made an appointment at Sephora so I could get a makeup lesson about three weeks before the wedding because I don't typically wear a lot of makeup, but I wanted to look nice for the pictures. I really was completely unprepared for all the products I would need to get a natural look. I mean, I guess it's not natural. I, I don't know. After learning about primer and concealer and contour and highlighter and setting spray, I had to be taught how to apply all of them. Then we moved into false eyelashes, which was a big yikes for me. Um, setting powder and the importance of eyebrows. I, I clearly had spent my entire life not knowing the importance of good brows or contour. But there I was, watching and learning. So $300 later, maybe a little more, I had a bag of products that were going to help me look naturally beautiful and picture perfect. So the day of the wedding arrived... I got up early, took a shower, headed to the venue to set up. We're all busy and excited and nervous. I ended up going to my mom's house with the girls to get ready. I settled in to do my makeup and my niece started on my hair and I realized I forgot to bring foundation. Luckily, my husband was able to find it and deliver it, ever the hero. And then the time came on to put my dress on course I did get a little teary-eyed then and so did my girlfriend who was trying to be keep me calm all day you know we all both got a little teary-eyed I walked out and now here's when you want to sit down for the rest of this little short blip of the story I looked for my sandals I looked again I looked in the car I looked in all the bags didn't have them which could only mean I had left them at home 30 minutes away and I had to be back at the venue in 45 minutes. So that's when I panicked. I called another girlfriend who lives near my house. She had to go in through a side door. She navigated the coated lock, got the key inside. She was trying to keep me from crying the entire time. I didn't want to wear my Skechers to the wedding, but she found the box of shoes in my bedroom. She raced home, gave them to her husband. And since he was ready, because I don't know how men seemed to get themselves ready early. I mean, really, he didn't have to contour or do eyebrows or anything. He just had to shower, shave, and get dressed. But he volunteered to bring the shoes up and let her get ready and come up with her daughters. So I got to the reception in my beautiful long gown and my black sketchers, which are comfortable, but they just didn't really go with the whole look I was looking for. And then Prince Charming arrived with my shoes just in time for family photos. I was so relieved and happy and grateful. So the rest of the day proceeded according to schedule. The bride was beautiful. The groom was handsome. It was 
intimate ceremony. The um, pictures turned out great because of the the trees and the green. It was just it was just lovely. Um, lots of speeches, food, dancing, toasts to the couple. It was a perfect day. So I have some advice to all of you who are mothers of the groom or going to be mothers of the groom. Breathe. Just breathe. It's all going to be fine. Make a list. Check it not only twice, maybe three, four times. Don't forget the shoes. Help your future daughter-in-law as much as possible without intruding or insisting. Love her as your own. Try not to cry when your son, who was just a baby yesterday, is up there reciting bows. Smile because your family is getting bigger. And make sure you have a tribe of girlfriends to help you get through that day. Cheers, fabulous ladies. Hope you love the story. I'll be posting new episodes every Wednesday, so pour yourself a cocktail, put on your cute bifocals, and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. And if you love my stories, please go ahead and leave me a rating. I would truly appreciate it. You can follow me at Fabulous Broads on Instagram and Facebook to continue the conversation. Cheers to being fabulous, ladies.